0: Hey, I'm Carla. I'm Amber. And welcome to the Thinking Out Loud podcast. We're good friends who are as different as we are alike. But more than that, we're co-conspirators in creating this platform where we think deeply about the complexities of life and just try to make sense of it all. Our goal is to take you along with us as we level up in every area of our lives. What do we mean by level up? Simply put, it's maximizing our current situation in a way that feels like a power shift. It starts with a great conversation, a shift in mindset, followed by intentional action. We never know what life has in store, but it's nothing a real conversation can't help. And when two friends don't hold back, things get pretty interesting. So come on and think out loud with us. We'll make you laugh. We might make you cry, but we will always make you think.
1: Hello, hey everybody! Welcome, welcome, welcome,
0: welcome to Talkland. Talkland, your favorite, place
1: my favorite place in the world.
0: Of course, you're when you came on. You didn't sound very excited to be here.
1: Um, I think the it's the whole premise of the show
0: yeah it's kind of somber maybe so maybe. maybe so i guess you shouldn't be cheery about this <laughs> subject So we're in in the spirit of staying current and really um keeping our ear to the ground yeah. and tapping into what's going on um not only in our world but in the world in general uh, we wanted to jump we had another idea mm-hmm. for a show that we were going to do this week but we kind of scratched it and i mean we didn't scratch it we, we postpone it. Later. We're going to yeah. do it later because we thought this was more important to do right now because it's relevant. It's relevant all of the time, but it has hit um, social media and headlines really hard because it's been multiple here in a row. Mm-hmm. Some pretty high-profile people, and specific to our situation, that they uh, some pretty high-profile black mm-hmm. uh, people. Um, not that it, it. I mean, it doesn't matter what color you are, but again representation matters. And when you see just like when you see people who look like you who are doing great things, when you see people who look like you who are doing things that sadden you, Mm -hmm. you want to talk, you need to talk about those things, too. So it really doesn't matter the color of the people other than um, they are people that look like us. But we also have uh, examples of uh, non black people also. And so what we're talking about today is suicide, kind of kind of somber. Well, very somber. Man. I don't know what I'm saying about kind of. We thought it was important because, again, some high profile yeah, people we, have hit the headlines who have committed mm-hmm. suicide. Three in particular who have in just in 2022. Four,
1: sexually, four. The guy from four. Walking Dead as well. He Which I don't know. A black man. I, I don't know his much name about him. Before we leave.
0: Yeah. Uh, so four um, high profile African-American people who have committed suicide in 2022, which that's early February. Yeah. February 3rd to be exact for that to happen. And then we know that just in the last several years, there've just been high profile people period who who have have committed committed suicide suicide. and we'll name a few of those. And I think it, it, it's telling when it is a high profile person, meaning They are uh, famous in some Mm -hmm. way or they have a certain amount of influence. They certain amount of income, certain amount of income. They they have succeeded in some area of their lives. And so it's people that we of course, you probably would not consider a person who would be depressed or have mental health issues Mm -hmm. just simply because of the persona that Mm -hmm. you see uh, in the public. Yeah. Sometimes people close to you or around you, you may know that they're battling mental health issues or depression, anxiety, some mm-hmm. of the big ones um, that we generally deal with on a on a regular basis. You may know people who are depressed and some of these things who are close to you. But when you see certain people in the media, mm-hmm. out in the world, you just think that, that they
1: are living their best life. They're
0: living their best lives. They have no problems. No problems. They're happy. They have no reason to be sad because they have this and that going on. And you just assume Mm -hmm. that things are great in their world. And what we're learning is that that's not that the two have nothing to do with each each other other. and they don't necessarily correlate. Mm -hmm. And
1: I've even found myself before. I would never do this now, but. You say things like, man, if I had that, it's no way that I would do yeah. X, Y, Z, not understanding that it, it has nothing to do with stuff.
0: Absolutely does nothing.
1: not. Or um, uh, I know a young lady or I knew of a young lady who uh, found out her boyfriend had cheated on her and she ended her life. And I remember people saying, man, it ain't no way I would end my life because somebody, you know, and I just feel like those are really Insensitive things to say. You shouldn't say them because, um, in order to to end your life for you in that moment for whatever reason you think that that's the best option for you, you are sometimes the
0: only option. Yeah, you're in a
1: really bad place,
0: or you're in a you're in a place because in their heads they feel like that's the only place they can be. Mm -hmm. Let's sit. The rest of us sitting on the other side, we think that's a horrible place. But in their minds, yeah. I, feel, I think they believe that it is the only place. It's yeah. the only option because I would think that you would choose another option if, if you, you thought you had exactly. one. So we hope that this is educational, if not just for you, but for us as yeah. well. Because, you know, sometimes you may have bad days. You may have days where you're down. You may even find yourself a little bit in a dark place, depressed, mm-hmm. sad. But I think these people that we are talking about and people that you know who have actually succeeded in taking their lives, I think it's a place that the rest of us don't really know of. Like mm-hmm. it is a darkness, a heaviness that's more than you having a bad day yeah. or yeah, you're sad absolutely. or you're crying today because yeah. a situation happened. I'm not saying that sometimes people don't do crazy things for, well, I don't wanna say crazy things, do desperate things for temporary situations because that happens as well. Mm-hmm. But I think most people who are probably in this space, it is a darkness that the yeah. rest of us cannot even and, fathom. And
1: perhaps they've been there so long. Yeah. That they, it, it, they've just had enough.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And they feel like the only relief mm-hmm. is to just stop it completely. Mm-hmm. And again, most of us, I would venture to say, do we don't know what that feels mm-hmm. like? Mm-hmm. And so we sit and we think, um, how did this happen? How did they get here? What was going on in their head? And I just don't know yeah. that we can fathom it. So this was spurred by, um, uh, I think in the last couple of weeks, Regina King's son has had committed suicide. Um, and we don't know a whole lot about well we don't know a whole lot about any of these situations but they have been um the stories have been put in social media and in the public because of who they are connected to or who they are mm-hmm. and so Regina King who we all know was a child star, star and has really flourished as she's gotten older oh, yeah. as a as an actress and as a producer mm-hmm. so she's behind the camera uh doing great work and really doing some major things mm-hmm. later in life. She just won her first Oscar, I, I believe last, not last year, a couple of years year ago. Um, so she's doing some great things mm-hmm. and kind of at the top of her game. Personally, we all knew she had a son Yeah, um, and her son is, was, is grown. He was 26. 26 years old. Don't, I don't know a lot about him. Obviously, once a person passes, then you learn far more than you knew before. So now there are tons of stories, but the stories suggest that they were very close, Mm -hmm. that they had a great relationship. Um, I'm not sure about the father, but Regina King was married Mm -hmm. to his father at one point. And I think his father has been in his life. I think so. Um, So I don't know a whole lot about him, but it seems like the son Posts that have come across now that he's passed talking about his mother and and their relationship. Yeah, yeah. It's not a person that you would think that mm-hmm. a few weeks later would kill himself, mm-hmm. but he did. We don't know. I don't know how he did it, uh, but I do know that it is suspected and has been deemed a suicide mm-hmm. where he took his own life. And, uh, uh, you know, that age group be- being raised in social media. um, usually go to social media with almost everything. And so um, I think he posted the day before or the uh, really close to his uh, death, something cryptic Mm -hmm. suggesting that he was just had a lot of things going on in his head. And he he compared it to a video game. Uh, I can't remember the video game that he compared what was going on Mm -hmm. in his head. Um, which was kind of telling that yeah. obviously he had some things going on that no one knew. Now, whether his mom knew that he was battling depression yeah. or whatever, anxiety or whatever he was dealing with, uh, we don't know that. I'm sure in the days to come. Yeah, we'll find when out she's more. she's able to talk about it, because I feel like she will. Because most often, if you can't save yours, you want to help save someone else. And I True. think suicide is one of those just taboo kind of subjects where people just don't because we don't understand it because Mm -hmm. the rest of us just don't know that place of darkness.
1: And unless they've left you a note, you basically, you don't, you'll never get an answer and you still, I'm sure you will still have questions even if they do leave a note.
0: Absolutely. So, and then um, we also know of a young mayor in Maryland, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, Hyattsville, I believe was the city that he was the mayor. I don't know how old he is. His name is Kevin Ward. He was also, he was in um, his forties. I I believe a middle, middle age black man who was mayor of, um, a town in Maryland. And he also took his life, I believe on January, January 25th. So not that long ago, he uh, ended his life, I believe, um, with the weapon, I he believe did. with the gun.
1: It was a um, self-inflicted gunshot wound and he was 44. So he's fairly young as well. And it's another one of those things where um, he was a city council before he was the second black mayor of Hydesville. First openly gay mayor. Um, he was mayor. He had a son, a husband They had two sons, but he had done great things. Like he had received plenty of awards. He um, organized things like a uh, vaccination clinics and, um, food drives, just known for doing all of these great things, helping other people, being a servant of other people, you know for so many years, dates back to when he went to college at Texas Stadium. he's originally from Dallas, Texas, and um it's just another one of those things where everything appears to be amazing, like you are literally making history as the second black mayor and the first. Um, openly gay mayor and you have this beautiful family and you have all of these accolades and your life seems to be a life that so many people would dream to have. And you go out to a park and decide that you've had enough. I, I do believe he's also a minister mm-hmm. um, because as I was, I was reading um, they were saying how they were listening to his final sermon as he was being eulogized. They had it playing in the foyer. So um, a man of faith, but something was on him so heavy that he felt it was best to leave his husband, his his sons and and end his life. And he's young. He's 44. So the, do you know how the sons were? Uh, They adopted one when he was four and one when he was three. So I think the oldest one may be I, I look and I'll tell you, all but neither of them are grown. So mm-hmm. one is a teenager and the other one may be adolescent eight to ten so the boys are fairly young and apparently have already been through some things to even have to be in a position be adopted. to be a, yep. adopted so you know this is another life blow that sure they'll probably have to deal with forever I'm sure
0: sure and then just most recently is uh former Miss America uh mm-hmm. Chesley Crist Mm-hmm. who um, I think really shook it up for most people. N- yes. Not all of these shook it up. And we can name other names. We can name uh, Robin Williams. Yeah. But let was- me name
1: the other young man who who killed himself. Um, his name three days ago, Moses Mosley. He's 31, young as well. And he is an actor from The Walking Dead. I don't know anything about him. I just Googled um Celebrity Suicides in 2022, and he popped up. I knew about the other three, but I was wondering if said, I missed anybody. The Walking Dead? Yeah.
0: Okay. So then we'll have to, I'll have to look. I'm, I'm not even familiar with Moses, The Walking Moses. Dead.
1: It's the, but... I mean, people live and die for Walking Dead. I believe it comes on HBO, had a million seasons, one of those type Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, but yeah, let's get on Chelsea. Ch-
0: Chelsea. Chesley. Chesley. Chris who is the former Miss USA from 2019. Mm-hmm. And that that year was historic for young black women because four of the main pageants were worn were won by black, black females. Yeah. Yes. And that's that was historic because yeah, very few women in history have won those pageants who were black. Yeah, I think Vanessa Williams was the very first Black Miss mm-hmm. America, and then um, Kenya. What's Kenya um, uh, from Housewives? More? more Kenya Moore, I want to say was the first Black Miss USA. If she wasn't the first, she was the second. Okay, she, there weren't many. Um, and that's been in our lifetime because yeah. Kenya Moore is my age. Yeah. So there haven't been many in history who've won these beauty contests because if you listen to our older podcast, yeah. the the standard for beauty in is the world us. is not us. <laughs> it is a blonde haired, blue-eyed female, mm-hmm. white female. That's been the standard. And I mean, it is what it is. Yes. Um now social media and with um Um, with the public stage, now black women are coming into their own and uh, being recognized for being beautiful. Yes. Even uh, dark skinned women Mm -hmm. who have never been uh, Mm -hmm. a standard of beauty are now people are saying are are realizing now that those women are beautiful as well. And then what was also very historic is because I think it was Miss Teen USA, Miss America Miss USA and Miss Universe, all were black women, all won in 2019. Mm-hmm. And I believe all of them won wearing their natural curls, which is never heard right. of.
1: That is amazing.
0: Because even as black women, uh, often we use weaves and perms to straighten our hair. We
1: do. Um, Again, and, to get closer to the standard.
0: To get closer to, stand- to standard. Other reasons as well but also to get yeah. closer to the standard. And so all of these women won those pageants with their natural curls, which was historic. Yes, absolutely. So so this young woman who was so let me talk talk a little bit about her because not only was she a winner of the pageant, one of the largest pageants that we know of in the world, Miss USA, and I think she was in the top te- 10 for uh, Miss America. But she was also besides beautiful, yeah. because if you've seen pictures, the girl was gorgeous. I mean, gorgeous. I, I mean, I don't I don't know what else to say. <laughs> she was gorgeous. She was. Um, and she was very smart, Dang. very highly intelligent. She had an undergraduate degree from a college in North Carolina. I can't remember where she got her uh, undergraduate degree. But she went on to not only get an MBA, but also a law degree at Wake Forest University uh, at the same time. Now, to get a law degree, period, period. <laughs> is period, <laughs> is, I mean, that is huge in and of itself. But to ha- to simultaneously obtain your MBA as well, master's in business administration, mm-hmm. is a whole nother thing. Most right. people do one of those things. You don't do both typically. Right. And she was able to accomplish both of these things. So she was obviously highly intelligent, highly self-motivated, highly driven. um, And uh, again, just really well put together. Yeah. So let's put this all in perspective. She's intelligent. She's smart. Yes. She's accomplished. Yes, If you've seen videos of her, her personality was captivating. Um, I think her mother's statement says she shined. She really did shine. Like I have sat and watched videos of this girl, about 10 or so videos, mm-hmm. just trying to get an understanding of who she was. Because I remember reading about her and seeing her when she first won the pageant. And then I hadn't heard much about her yeah. since then. Oh, and she's she was also a correspondent for Extra which uh-huh. is the TV, the mag- TV magazine uh, where she interviewed stars. She was uh, very articulate. Um, she loved fashion, so she yeah. was well-dressed. I mean, she I had just, it all together. I just, apparently, it I just like.
1: can't. And, and to speak to her heart, she was a civil litigation attorney. She also did pro bono cases yes. for people who yes. had low-level drug offenses. And she also worked to get someone off of death row, I believe.
0: Yeah, she, so, she did a yeah, lot. Life
1: imprisonment. She she turned around a, a, a somebody who had received life imprisonment. So she she wasn't a, an attorney who was out here just trying to get money. She was out Absolutely. here trying to change lives and to help yeah. people who had were in a bad situation, maybe made a mistake and needed a second chance. So, you know, she wasn't just her looks, her fame, Miss America, her heart was a heart of wanting better for other people
0: yeah in fact and I think you already said it a lot of the cases she did pro bono yeah she didn't get paid for mm-hmm. any of it she just did it because she wanted to mm-hmm. to help yes and she wanted to change lives yeah and this is a young woman very yeah, young, young young woman
1: when she died she was 30 she so was 30. so just think to be that accomplished before yes. you're 30 years old because in 2019 she had already done these things so she would have been what 20s 28
0: 28. She so, was 28 when she won Miss USA. So
1: apparently, as Carla already said, she was driven. She was focused. She was disciplined. Um,
0: she was kind, kind. She was loving. If Again, watch the videos. The people who talk about her. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe Gail King was, saying, it was one of her mentors. And they met and she said they talked often. And she said she was just a, a ray of sunshine. Uh-huh. And... A few other people have said she just never really had a bad, bad day. day. Yeah. She never had a bad day, meaning she was on all yeah. of the time. Mm-hmm. Now, that in itself could be a heavy weight. Of course. It that has to be. That heavyweight. can be a heavy weight. And so I think that I just watched a video where her mom, who's starting to talk a little bit yeah. about, you know, her daughter had just recently revealed that she was battling some depression. And it was
1: high functioning depression. And we need to look that up because that is a very real thing. That's where it's basically what she's done. You give no indications to the outside world. You go to work. You do what you're supposed to do. You be where you're supposed to be. But you are fighting a battle so bad inside your brain. that when you get home, you probably shut down. Yeah. When you get by yourself, you probably can't move half of the time. But you get where you're supposed to be. You do what you're supposed to do. You take care of what you're supposed to take care of, but you are literally losing. You feel like you losing to life.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I didn't hear or and I don't again, like Regina King's son. Um, there will be uh, there will be more about her that will mm-hmm. come out and we'll know more about the situation. But I did not hear any mention of a significant other. I didn't either. A boyfriend. A fiance, Mm -hmm. a girlfriend, because we're I mean, we're in 2022, so you never know um, what kind of relationship she could have or might have been in. But there was no discussion of a relationship, which is maybe also be telling and it may um, support what you just said, that she was able to function in public. But when she got home, she shut down and therefore may not have been able to establish any kind of relationship, romantic relationship. Yes, Um, because she should have had men. I'm sure she could have. And in this day and time, women (laughs) falling (laughs) at her feet because she was gorgeous. Yeah. She was athletic. I think she was a track star. Uh, Her hair is beautiful. I mean, women pay money.
1: To have that hair. I actually have a wig. that looks like that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I,
0: I mean, hers looked like a wig and, but mm-hmm. and I've seen, you know, you can kind of, if you are a, probably a black female, you, you can, can tell, tell a wig when you see mm-hmm. one. I think that her, that was all of her hair. So the girl was gorgeous and she was smart. She was intelligent. And from all intents and purposes from the outside, she was living A dream, a dream life. life. But yet and still, she jumped off of a high-rise building to Mm -hmm. her death, which I also think is telling. Yeah, because such a there are many ways that you can kill yourself. Yeah, many ways.
1: You can take some pills and go to sleep, and
0: just go to sleep. You there are so many ways, but to jump off of a building, uh, the finality of that Mm -hmm. and the the um the violence of that, yeah, because. There's pain involved. Now, it's quick pain because I, you can't jump off of a 29 from 29 stories and live. Yeah. Very long, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But I'm just saying that was so final mm-hmm. because there's no coming back mm-hmm. from that. And you know, she you wanted can, to make sure of that.
1: You can maybe not take enough pills or right? you can shoot, shoot yourself, yourself in the, the wrong, wrong place. Way.
0: I work for trauma and they do it all of the time. Yeah,
1: but yeah, this you you pretty much know that you are going to do what you set out to do.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah. In the state of mind that you have to be in and the probably the preparation. Yeah. That she made like I don't think she woke up that day and said, "I think I'm going to go jump off." She probably had been thinking about it. Yeah. I would think a highly functioning person like her who's and, very focused anyway.
1: Yeah. I can't think of the um how do you You build yourself up to actually do it, to actually.
0: I think for, and again, we're speculating. Yeah. we're All of us, both of us have had times when we, you know, maybe felt a little bit depressed, really didn't like how things were going in our lives. But I cannot say that I have ever been in a place that dark where I felt like that was the The only only option. option. So I think for someone who is there yeah. and feel like that's the only option, it probably is a lot easier than we can even yeah, 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 think yeah. in our mind. True. Because that makes sense. if you are in dark, complete darkness and you can't see anything mm-hmm. and that seems like the only path for you, then I don't know that it yeah. is as hard as we think, but we can't, we can't even yeah. wrap our head around we
1: it. Can't. And I think the, the, problem not the problem one of the most painful things about suicide and me and carla talked about this before we got on air is the people who are left here the the first and that's the main thing i want to talk about the first time i experienced a suicide i was in um fifth grade and it was my best friend's sister's boyfriend which it doesn't seem like i would have a um, close relationship with, with him or or his death wouldn't have affected me. But me and my best friend, like I p- practically lived with her and he lived with them. So I was with them. He took us to school. We were with him on the weekends. We were with him all of the time. And I remember they came to school. My best friend didn't come to school that day. You know how you normally know when they don't come to school. And I was like, where is she? And her mom came after school and asked them, could they, could she take me home? And then Her and my mom had already discussed it and they sat me down. And I remember, you know, they was telling me the story and and how it happened. And in hindsight, I probably knew too much because I was 10 Mm because I was in fifth grade. Mm -hmm. But that's the first time. And I remember feeling guilty. And that had nothing to do with me. Nothing, you know, nothing like I was a kid. So saying me and him didn't even it wasn't any way that I could have changed it or could have made anything differently. And I harbor that guilt in that. So I can't imagine a parent or a sibling or your best friend, somebody who you speak to on a regular. I can't can't imagine the guilt that you harbor. Yeah. If someone does that.
0: Yeah. That's kind of one of the main things that I wanted to talk about, because I and I don't know how this sounds, but I mean, whatever. (laughs) It's it's almost not so much about the person who kills himself because that she she ended that yeah. it was as final as final could be. Again, yeah. twenty nine stories. You jump off. That's final. Mm-hmm. She's made the decision. But the people who are left her parents, close friends, yes. close relatives, I think a grandfather, Um, he he gave a statement and he talked about, you know, it's difficult for someone's life to end so soon yeah. and he said and to know that you won't see them again until you yourself pass yeah. away he said that's difficult Yeah, and it's just heartbreaking because the person who is uh, committing the act mm-hmm. they don't see any other way but they also I don't I, I don't know that they could see the pain that, that they're inflicting I think on they just feel the pain their own pain mm-hmm. yeah I agree Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. I, I I they well you have to. Yeah. You have to. But it's so hard for families because you always I would think. And again, I'm not talking from experience. I'm just I'm just talking from what I think and what I've heard. And um people people always think well I should have caught something. yeah, I should have said something when they said this, I should have picked up on it and and why didn't I do that? Why didn't I know mm-hmm. We do that with just relationships where the person is still walking around
1: here. yeah. I <laughs> asked Carla a second ago though, if you do pick up and if you do know, what are you going to do unless you are with that person 24 hours a day, seven days a week? Because at some point, they have to be alone. So even if I know, hey, you know, somebody having a hard time, they've even discussed suicide. I mean, I can call your phone as much as I can and say, are you OK? But, it won't, you know, one of those times I could sure. be five minutes too late. Sure.
0: Yeah. And that is the struggle. Yeah. With mental health, because mental health is such a moving target. It's why it's so hard, because the person can camouflage it like you said yeah and kind of live a life where um they were saying you know because everything about suicide is coming up now and people are talking about it more and mental health uh, professionals are talking about mm-hmm. the signs and things that you look for and what you should do and you know everything everybody's saying well check on your friends especially your strong, strong friends. friends um and i agree with that because sometimes yeah. strong people they they're the best actresses and actors. Um. But that being said, you can check on people to the best of your ability. And if they don't want you to know, you're still not going to know. You only know what people want you to know. Yes. And so absolutely. And so I say for mental health stability, I am not a mental health expert. And we're going to do this in a two part. And we're going to try to get um, uh, Reggie on here because he is a, a professional counselor uh, we were supposed to get him this week, hey Reggie, but Hi, I fail to contact him. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> because we do want some expert opinion, but you can try to check on people as mm-hmm. often as you can, and 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 have a feeling that something is wrong. But like you said, you can't be there every Mm-mm. time, and those people can cover it so well. Yes. Like they said, this girl never had a bad day. And I was watching video after video trying to just figure out what was going on with Mm -hmm. her. And she was um, she was a fashionista. So she was she was always dressed to the nines and and looking great. And everybody said she just was never down. And so I don't know that if you asked her, she would even tell you. But what I will say from a mental health standpoint is talking Finding someone that you can talk to so that when someone says, Are you okay? someone that you feel comfortable saying, No, I'm not. Absolutely. And being okay with not being okay. I was going through something a few years ago, and it took me and and I don't want to say to a suicidal point, but I was pretty, I was down. I was I was not in a good place mm-hmm. and I was very verbal about that. Now, what I do do is pull away. That's yeah. just my way. Yeah. I just pull away and get by myself so I can think think deeply and clearly about things. That is my way. However, what I do, what I'm good about doing is I'm going to tell you I'm mm-hmm. in a bad
1: place. Mm-hmm. Who do you tell
0: If someone asks me, I'll tell them. I'll tell them I'm I'm not good. And if I feel like going into detail, I think sometimes the it's the whole camouflaging, the the covering, it probably is exhausting to and and you know, when you're a strong person, and I hear this all the time, oh you'll be fine. Yeah. Because you're you're strong, you're this, you're that, especially, especially if you are a person of faith. Yeah. Then the saints and the church people are going to tell you and give you 25 scriptures to read. Never
1: put more on you than you can bear. Well,
0: that's not a scripture. We say Um, that.
1: He brought you (laughs) to it. He
0: bring you through it. That's definitely not a scripture. (laughs) 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 I'm just faint. But all of the things that we say as people of faith trying to build someone up. But I am quick to tell you, I I know what the scripture says. I don't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. And I know that the, the saints and the Christians are cringing. Yeah. But I feel like it is in the camouflage and the hiding. I agree. Where the suffering comes I from. I think
1: that's why a lot of people don't get help because of what we're taught in Christianity.
0: Well, uh, I, I'm not going to blame Christianity.
1: Okay. <laughs> I did. <laughs> i I, I can't tell you how many times before i actually started going to counseling i suggested to a couple of uh well my granny my grandmother and she would just say girl you you just need to pray about it and i was praying about it and
0: but that's not christianity well not christianity that's not so i'm just saying that so don't blame christianity because that's not christianity
1: I think a lot of Christians, well, maybe and we are now opening up more to it, but a lot of Christians shy away from getting professional help. I think they just feel like you should pray. It may be our religions. It may not. It may not just be Christianity. Let me say. Yes. Religions. Yes. They tell you to just go to God in prayer and absolutely go to God in prayer. I go every day, all day. Um, and I'm absolutely on my call every week, too, with my well, therapist. Th- well,
0: and I think that's sometimes cultural more than Christianity. The true. fact that, okay. that we depend on um our faith and we shun away from professional help. I think that's cultural. I don't necessarily think that's Christianity because okay. there are other people. That's who true. Love right. Jesus right. And they go to counseling and don't have a problem with it. But I think sometimes our culture is pray about it. True. And leave it to Jesus. You don't do nothing. Don't do no work. Yeah. <laughs> but what we have learned on this show that we talk about in almost in every area mm-hmm. of every part of your life, you have to do the work. You do. The Bible says faith without works is dead. faith." Yes. True. It's dead. faith. do y'all know what that means? <laughs> it means you have to put in the that's work. Right. The, it, that's exactly what it Can means. You that just sometimes... sit on the
1: porch rocking back and forth. Oh, say me. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, nope. you're a little
0: bit jaded over here. Yeah, ain't coming. <laughs> you're a little bit jaded <laughs> over here. But yeah, I think that it is in the camouflaging and the hiding um, and not owning our pain is what yes. is where the suffering comes from. And I say that to say. Be verbal. You don't have to go into detail. Uh, there was a meme on social media where, who was it? Tyrese, Kanye West, and, and Will, Will Smith. Smith. And they were saying, this is why men are, put maybe say black men, but men in men. general, um, don't show their mental health issues. Because they, emo-
1: they don't show their emotions. Emotions, mental yeah. health
0: issues, uh, because uh, they get dogged out by media or talked yeah. about or talked down. Yeah. But what I will say is um, there's a way to do things and everything doesn't have to be done public. I know I don't those know.
1: are public f- I don't know. I think if you are, I think it is and it isn't. But if, I, well, you go ahead and then I'll say what I'm going to say. No, after go that. ahead. I think you're going to say everybody shouldn't go to, to social media and air it out of their business. And I, I do agree. And I agree with that because it's not something that I would do. But if that's how you get out whatever it is that you're going through and it helps you to get through it or it allows somebody to give you help for you to get help, I say go for it, do whatever you need to get help.
0: Yeah now, I disagree with that. You've gotta but okay. be
1: mindful people gonna talk about you people gonna say things, people gonna make fun. you know it's, it's so many other things that are going to come with that. But if that's your outlet.
0: Well, I think that those men, um, that meme was inaccurate anyway, because those are um, public figures. And so uh, much of their life, if not all of their life, is played out Mm -hmm. on a world stage. Mm -hmm. So we're going to see just about everything. Yeah. So when certain things happen with those people, it's going to be public, whatever. Yes. Some people will support you. Some people, um, yeah, um, Devon Franklin, we've talked a lot about him lately and he posted that picture where he was in tears and he said, I'm in pain and in, and in peace Mm -hmm. uh, all at the same time. And there were people who were supporting him and there was, there were people who were dogging him out Mm -hmm. at the same time. So you're going to always, if you do anything in a, on a public stage, you, again, invite people in to have an opinion about your situation. And I think that worsens it. But there are certain things that are going to happen to people that's going to be public just because of who they are, just because of who they are. Because Kanye West and his activity uh, played out on a world stage, not because he went to social media and said, you know,
1: it just, you know, I guess the other catch to that is, If you are already in a bad space, are you going to be able to handle the bullets? Because they're coming. You know, is that going to put you in a darker situation? Turn your comments off.
0: Yeah, that's why I say, again, those men were poor examples because their situations played out in public because of who they were. It's not that they went to social media. But I do think that if you're having uh, mental health issues, Going to social media to cry out to social media about what you're going through is, in my opinion, is mm-hmm. the wrong thing to do because you do invite pub, the, a public opinion into your situation. And and again, I'm not saying I have the answers or even know that I'm right because I have my times and my issues mm-hmm. as well. But I tend to get very. To myself and become very reflective so I can silence a lot of the craziness around me. Yes. Now, that probably can be dangerous if you're a person who prone to depression because the voice you're hearing may be telling you to jump off of the 29th building. So it depends on what where, where you are. Mm -hmm. And what your darkness is. I can't say that I've ever been in that dark space where I felt like that was the only direction I get by myself and I get very reflective so that I can pray about it where and I can apply real life situations of what other people have done, what I have done in the past, what I know to be true, what I know to be false, put some facts behind it and then come up with the right decision. That's why I get by myself. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes if you're dealing with depression, you're dealing with voices, you're dealing with darkness. And so pulling away may not be the best thing. But I always think that speaking your pain to someone who can hold it. True. And when I say hold it, I mean someone who can listen, who can be reflective if necessary, who can offer support in a in a in a constructive way yeah. that's what I mean
1: yeah and they pray
0: and and they pray yeah let's put it in there too and they pray yeah. that's why I'm saying that you should be uh, very forthcoming about yeah. what you're going and again I don't know everybody that talked about this young girl know they all say I had no clue yeah I think the mom just right before she in which uh, mm-hmm. obviously it was escalating and her depression was deepening. Yes. That she even revealed it to her mom at that point. But she, it, everybody else was saying we had no idea. Yeah. I read something
1: that said people don't fake being depressed. They fake being happy.
0: Yeah. So,
1: yeah, just, you know, that's the truth.
0: But I was also saying that. You know, sometimes you can ask someone and if they don't want you to know, yeah. they're going to say I'm but fine. It's,
1: it's like it's a shame attached to depression or it's a stigma. It's a I wrote about this the other day. I, I got to turn my paper in tonight, actually. Um, it's a stigma attached to you get the name where they call you crazy or the elevated don't go all the way to the top. Or, Girl, you know, she you know, it's just it's a stigma attached to which is not as bad as it used to be in times prior, but that it's just a hard thing to tell somebody to actually say the words out of your, your mouth, I'm depressed or even that I have anxiety or whatever. So I, like Carla said, you have to have a space, a person, one or two, whoever it is, they can hold what you need. My favorite, um, scene on why did I get married to mm-hmm. when Janet, um, and old boy had divorced Gavin And she was in that house and she had went into a rage and her friends were at the door and she wouldn't let them in. And they just said, we're not leaving. And they went in there with her and they all sat on the stairs and nobody said a word. They just sat there and they held her and they cried. Mm -hmm. They didn't try to talk to her. They didn't try to calm her down. They, they just sat there and they, in that moment, they were what she needed them to be in that moment. And later on when the time was appropriate, they talked right. about what it was to do, for, to, to move forward. So like Carlos said, you don't want to hear, oh, it's going to be okay. Oh, you're going to get through it. So a lot of times that's why when people say, hey, how you feeling? Are you okay? If I say no, you simply going to say, oh, well, it'll be all right. And it's probably going to inf- infuriates the hell out of me. So that's why I don't want to hear that. So I'll just say, hey, yeah, I'm good because it really serves me absolutely no purpose to tell you that I'm not because you're probably gonna make me madder because you're just gonna say oh you strong oh don't worry about it oh just pray about it oh you'll get through this and I know those things I know those things but I don't want to hear them and I don't right. I don't even know exactly what it is that I want to hear and since I don't know I just say girl yeah I'm good until I'm not and I'm calling Carlin and she's like wait a minute slow down you know so it's like you gotta have your person. Or a couple of people. But that's why a lot of people, and I'm working on this myself. If my baby or somebody tell me they're having a bad day, I even start and say, Well, you know, you'll get through this. And I find myself backing up and I'll say, Hey, I'm sorry that you're going through this today. Let me know what I can do to help. How can I be of assistance? Because that's all I need to be. So if you need me to sit somewhere with you while you don't say anything, if you need me to listen, but I'm not gonna sit up and say, Oh, this will pass. Oh, this will be okay. But that's new for me. Because that's just the normal thing that I've always done.
0: Yeah. Because we're uncomfortable with someone saying I'm, I'm not okay. Yeah. We're we're kind of uncomfortable. We it's, are. it's almost like silence. It's yeah. hard for you to sit in silence with the person. Yeah, That's why when people say, How you doing? I mean Well, if I say, hey, okay, if I Well, let me say this before you say that, because okay. you kind of just used that example. I'm not sure you want that example, because when somebody say, how you doing? That's a random person. Yeah, that's what I, you don't I was, need to tell them well, I'm, was, not, I'm doing bad today. In fact, I'm depressed. <laughs> I was about to say. That's not the person you're you going to do that with anyway. So, yeah, you're telling that person I'm good. Yeah. That makes sense because well, they can't hold what you're carrying. Agreed.
1: Where I was going with that is stop saying that to everybody. Stop saying what? How you doing? When I'm walking in the hallway at work, and people say, "Good morning, how are you?" I don't don't ask me that. Just say hi. <laughs> I'm not gonna ask no you way. how you doing. I just say, "Hey, good morning. Have a good day." Or it's no more. Good morning. How are you? I don't.
0: I really. I mean, we don't care. We don't know each other. We never see each other again. Well, sometimes I say, "How are you?" Stop it. But that I can say that <laughs> just because say, it makes you mad. Hey, have a good day. Hope you have a good day. And, yeah. We don't care how them people are. Not that you we go don't right ahead and different. do that just because it annoys you. It does because a random person saying "how are you," that 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 is just a way of greeting someone. It's and a I'm super. Not go- it's I'm a superficial. Not say, I'm not going habit. to say. You know what? I'm having a bad morning. I'm. A- I'm not going to do yeah. that with someone I don't know. Me neither. I'm saying it's
1: a superficial habit and we should just say, hey, have a good day.
0: Okay, so now from now on, every time somebody say, I want you to stop them and tell them the proper way, because that's just crazy what you just said.
1: Oh, (laughs) I just normally be like, I'm good. I don't even say, how are you? I don't even respond. I just say, I'm good. Have a good day because.
0: Yeah, well, I still do. Okay. And I will probably continue to do it. But it's just a habit. I used to do it too. I mean, it is a habit. That's yeah. why I will probably continue to do it. But what I was saying to you is if someone says that, just a random person, you know what that is. That's not the person you're going to stop and say, you know what? Let me just tell you.
1: About Girl, this. I'm about to have them. I'm losing my crap <laughs> over.
0: <laughs> I mean, really? Seriously? Yeah, true. But I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. I
1: just on a little tangent. y'all. sorry.
0: <laughs> they're used to it if they listen all the time. Okay. Um, but yeah, you, sometimes you don't want to hear it's going to be fine and it's going to be OK. And, and 20, the the top 10 scriptures or non-scriptures <laughs> that people say are in the Bible, but they're but they're really not in the Bible. Yeah. You know, you don't really want to hear that, especially when they lose someone they love. True. Um, especially in death. The worst thing you want to hear is it's going to be all right. And it's going to be fine. Sometimes you, when I, when someone passes and I'm acknowledging it, I usually say, you know what? It just, it just sucks. Yes. It is hard and it is painful and it hurts like heck. Yes. <laughs> I, now I have experienced death and I'll say I have been there and it sucks. Yeah. What I will tell people is, and It is true. That there is another side and you will get there and mm-hmm. I can't tell you when you'll mm-hmm. get there but you will know yeah you will know when someone says something about that person and you laugh instead of crying then you know you're there yeah that's what I tell people because I've been there yeah. and there were times when if you talked about my dad I'd be in tears mm-hmm. just because you said his name
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then now, you know, we'll talk about something he used to do at Christmas and we laugh about it. Yeah. But early on, we didn't. And yeah. so I tell people th- this sucks. It hurts. There's another side and you'll get to it, but I can't tell you when. Yeah. And it's going to hurt like heck until yeah. you get
1: there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But we have to be, we have to give people a space to be not okay. That's correct. And, and we have to give people space to, to To talk about yes. the pain that they're in and not try to make it better. Well, it's gonna be all right, and it's gonna tell people. I don't. I can't even fathom mm-hmm. what you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. I don't. I can't say I understand because I've never been there. Yeah, but I, I'm. I'm willing to listen. Yes, and I think you need to get some professional help. Yeah, that's what we should. That's yeah. that's that's what we should tell people now. I I think that. Part of the thing maybe with this young girl is that she was so beautiful. Yeah. And someone talked about it on one of these shows. Um, what you don't want to tell someone is you have everything going for you. Yeah. There's you should not be upset. Yes. <laughs> you should not be mad. You should not be jumping off of a building. Yeah. Because I mean Amber and I, yeah, we were talking about, we were talking about how if we looked like her, I would be oh, flexing on everybody. Yeah. Now. I wouldn't tell her that if, if she came to me, but I'm just saying the first thing you do when you see someone like that is you say, there is no reason why you should be trying to kill yourself. Get away from me with that. Away with me. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Away from me with that. Miss me with all of that. You're depressed and you look like a supermodel and you're, you're a trained lawyer and you're beauty queen and you're all of these things. Girl, bye. Yeah.
1: That is a natural first reaction. Yeah.
0: You can't but you can't be dismissive. Right.
1: Until we sit down and we unpack it and we think about yeah. you know.
0: Well, because depression is not what you see on the surface exactly. anyway. So we're looking on the outset outside yeah. at her beauty, at her intelligence, Absolutely. at her accomplishment. Absolutely. But what was going on was on the inside yep. of her. Yep. Her heart and her and mind. Is what we could not see. Right. So you can't. And another big point that I want to make to anybody who's listening and you're comparing your life to someone else's and you're on social media and you're looking at the um, the perfect life. Somebody put it in one of these uh, in my reading. They said um, in our head is a blooper reel. But we have everyone else's highlight reel in our hand, meaning in your head, you're playing all the bad stuff you've yep. done and where you don't measure up and yep. where how you're not accomplished, you haven't accomplished this and you haven't done that, but you're looking at the highlight yep. reel of someone else. So we're looking at her life and yes. thinking that everything is perfect, but when really she had a She's blooper, reel at her blooper reel in her head.
1: Yes. And everybody else's highlight reel.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. So for anyone who is comparing themselves, especially this age of social media, where people are on and she even said, uh, and I was trying to find this video for Amber uh, to watch. It was her doing a video and she was saying, people look at the outside of me and my beauty and the things that they say to me but they don't know the inner person. Yeah. Now that was telling nobody knew that mm-hmm. she was going to do yeah. this, but she was saying then that it's she some was. Things going on deeper she was. than this, than what you see on the outside.
1: I'm going to give you all a couple of, of risk factors. This is according to the national Alliance of mental health. Research has found that 46% of people who die by suicide had a known he- mental health condition. Several other things that may put a person at risk of suicide include a family history of suicide, substance abuse, intoxication. More than one in three people who die from suicide are under the influence of alcohol at the time. Access to firearms, a serious or chronic medical illness. Gender, although more women than men attempt suicide men are nearly four times more likely to die by suicide, a history of trauma or abuse, prolonged stress, a recent tragedy or loss. So here are some warning signs. Increased alcohol and behavior drug use, aggressive behavior, withdrawal from friends, family and community, dramatic mood swings, impulsive or reckless behavior. If you see people acting differently, they saying pay attention to that, collecting and saving pills or buying a weapon, giving away possessions, even a pet, tying up loose ends, organizing papers, paying off debts, and just saying goodbye a little differently, like hugging people a little longer, making sure you tell them you love them a lot if that's not the norm, yeah, so just pay attention to people acting a little differently, and I know that I said, what are you gonna do because you can't be with?" Um, the people 24 hours a day, but still check on them because you don't know your, your, your check that say, Hey girl, Hey man, I was thinking about you. Just want to let you know. I love you. Hey man, I know you, you know, hope everything's good. That may be the thing that allows them to say, you know what? I am loved. You know what? I am worthy. You know what? So check on your people, still check on your people,
0: still check on your people. Yeah. And then I'll say, because I think we can, we're kind of doing our loudest thoughts, um, as we're closing, But I will say that uh, for the family members or even if you're a friend, sometimes you're just not going to save everybody. You're just not going to. And we have we just cannot wrap our heads around um, the flaws that we have and our inability to be all things to all people. And I know that her mother and and, and Regina King and some of these uh, other family members are saying, why didn't I see this? But you just cannot Mm -hmm. save some people. And it's over for these people because, you know, they made a choice and and, and it is what it is. But their family members are still here having to live with it. And pick up the pieces. And sometimes you just cannot save People and you just have to realize that people struggle, mm-hmm. and sometimes uh, you can intervene, but sometimes you can't. Mm-hmm. And to to some extent, you just have to be an, be accepting of that yes. um,
1: in order to have a life.
0: Yeah, or it'll destroy the it people will. who are left it because will. they'll it will just eat them up. Mm-hmm. Because then you know you start playing the last time you talked to them and mm-hmm. last thing they said to you, and you think was that a clue and was that you know. But I think sometimes you just have to realize that sometimes you cannot save everyone. And that's in suicide. That's just in life general, in general, where people make bad decisions about drugs Mm -hmm. and all. Sometimes you have to realize that people make decisions, whether it's from a good influence or a bad influence, and you cannot save everyone. Yes. And just wrap your head around that. We, you know, we'll pray for these family members. We will. This uh, girl's family uh regina king and her family this um, young
1: mayor um
0: robin williams was another celebrity who um committed suicide uh amy winehouse Mm -hmm. committed suicide um
1: marilyn monroe committed suicide did y'all know that marilyn monroe
0: um i think i did know that i didn't know that I think I did know that. And again, she was slotted mm. as one of the most beautiful wi- women. But again, it's not about what's going on on the outside. That's right. It's about what's going on in the inside. So a lot of people who you feel like are living their best lives yeah. are really, really, really struggling. And you really just don't know. There's another reason why you have to give yourself grace if you miss it, because you really sometimes don't know what other people are dealing with. Absolutely. And you can't walk around at heightened suspicion that somebody's going through something all yeah. the time because yeah. we're all going through something yeah. at some point. Um, sometimes we can cope and sometimes we de- can deal and sometimes it's bigger than that. Yeah. And depression is bigger than you just feeling bad for it the is. day. It's it bigger is. bigger than a temporary situation. It's a darkness that many of us, I hope, will never yeah. experience. Yeah. Um, but I, 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 it's much deeper than anything that most of us have ever dealt with. Yeah. So pray for these families. Some of you know people, some of you have had family members who have mm-hmm. committed su- suicide. It's a death in and of itself is difficult. It's yeah. separation. It's painful and to know that someone took their own life mm-hmm. is just unimaginable. Yeah. Um but it's real. And it there may be someone listening to us have, now. I, 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 one maybe thinking about it.
1: Um suicide happens one every 11 minutes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, and so many people fighting to save lives. It's just, it's difficult to really wrap our head around yeah. someone taking their own. Um, but So I just wanna
1: say, I guess this is my loudest thought for the second time, a third time. Um, for people that are having a hard time, you are loved and somebody needs you and wants you here. If you can push through it, push through it and um get some help. I know that's hard but try to find somebody to talk to. Try to find you a doctor, get some help. We we have the number to the national um suicide prevention hotline.
0: Yes, 1-800-273-8255. If you're having thoughts of hurting yourself, um hurting someone else, yeah. um call the number, talk yes. to someone. Yeah. I think that's it. It was kind of somber. We're going to come back with second part uh, hopefully next week with uh, Reggie, our licensed professional counselor. Maybe he can get a give a clinical spin to it to kind of speak to the darkness again that most of us would never understand. Um, But anyway, take care of yourself. Take care of those around you. We hope this wasn't too dark, but we we just felt like it was important to talk about. And thank you for
1: tuning in. Um, Check us out on social media. Thinking Out Loud with Carla and Amber on Facebook talk a podcast on ig twitter and tiktok
0: we'll talk to y'all on the flip side later we love y'all bye bye now